Welcome to Rocking Your Prize. I'm your host, Dr. Alice Evans. So here's a question you've probably thought about before. Why are most comedians male? And that's a gender inequality. I should be able to answer it. Now, is this just sexist disregard of hilarious women? But then, why is it usually boys who play the joker in class? And why does everyone seem to laugh more readily at men's humour? especially if they're senior. Now, some of this is obviously cultural. In countries where sexist discrimination has decreased, there are now more female comics. Social media may have also enabled talented women to shine, leapfrogging misogynist gatekeepers. But is this gender gap entirely malleable, I wonder? Evolutionary psychologists Jill Greengross and Jeffrey Miller argue that men are objectively funnier because it signalled intelligence and attracted mates. I'm not convinced. Guys joke around together, regardless of women. Further, if witty wordplay is merely a function of creative intelligence, it makes no sense that men should be more capable, since female intelligence was clearly favoured by evolution. Curious to understand this conundrum... I did a little research and I chatted to evolutionary psychologist Robin Dunbar. What follows is the sort of tidied up version of our emails. One caveat I should add, we're not implying binary sex differences. There are two overlapping clusters of characteristics, right? Okay, so here is my first point. Laughter triggers endorphins and cultivates solidarity. When we laugh, our brains upregulate endorphins, as showed by PET imaging. While watching a comedy sketch, people become more tolerant of pain. When we amuse our pals and cause them to cackle, that gleeful delight is gregarious. The whole group laughs at once, so bonds closer together. Our ancestors were probably giggling before they could talk. If a Neanderthal could entertain his troop, foster goodwill and mitigate tension, then they would have been more able to happily live alongside one another. Absent that emotional cohesion, large groups of primates become stressed, vexed, infertile and even homicidal. So they splinter into smaller bands which then struggle to defend themselves against aggressors. Humans overcame this trap and scaled up solidarity through feasting, religious rituals, language and laughter. Now, male friendships are often like being part of a club. That may hark back to evolution, where men ally together to defend against predators. So how do men secure their position within that club? Well, one among many possible strategies is by making others laugh. A boy who was bullied in class might josh around, play the buffoon, and turn bullies into allies. Female friendships, by contrast, are usually more personalised and dyadic, so laughter would certainly be helpful, but were perhaps less likely to involve public performances to an entire cohort. Now this brings me to my next prong, seduction. If a man wants to lure a lady... She may be coy and justifiably suspicious. She craves love. He is just thinking about a quickie. But 
But, 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 if he can make her laugh and trigger endorphins, then perhaps she'll relax, even let her guard down. So here, Dunbar argues, it's not so much as about signaling intelligence, but making her smile. A woman is more likely to laugh if she finds a mate attractive. So studies find that laughter does not actually track objective hilarity. This is uh, by neuroscience professor Sarah Scott. The woman laughs if she likes him. So let's summarize. If men jest and jostle as part of group bonding, while women laugh to signal sexual interest, then everyone will lap up male comedians. Both sexes will roar with applause. Female comedians, however, will face a far greater challenge, as first noticed by the late neuroscientist Robert Povine. The upshot of all this is that even if my smutty puns are downright brilliant, you just won't see the funny side. So I guess it's commiserations on your inability to appreciate true artistry. Anyway, I just thank you to my friend, Robin Dunbar, who has really taught me a lot about evolutionary psychology and neuroscience. I'm absolutely enraptured by these questions of what triggers endorphins and why. Okay, this is Rocking Our Prize, and I'm your unfunny host, Dr. Alice Evans. Take care.